Can you hear? Okay, cool. All right, so I want to welcome everybody to another edition of A Personal Trainer's Guide to Wealth Creation. And uh, today, I think we've got a really special guest. Well, I know we've got a special guest, I don't think. I've known this individual for the last few years. And the thing I love about doing these interviews that you're not just hearing it from Craig PT Wealth, Brad, myself, you're hearing it from other people that have come through the industry just like we had 23 years ago. And we want to, really want to share the stories to inspire and motivate, but also show you what's possible in the industry. Uh, and so I'd like to welcome uh, today my man, E-Man. How are you, brother? Hey, I'm good. Thanks good for having me. There might be a bit of a delay or or something in the um, in the process, so we'll figure that part out. But uh, firstly, mate, thanks for taking the time to be with us today. Uh, it does mean a lot. Yeah. Now, I guess we what we need to do is we need to introduce you to all that everyone's going to be seeing this and watching this. And and uh, mate, I want you to explain to uh, to the audience that's going to be viewing it, mate. What was the starting point for you in the fitness industry? How did it look, feel, and, and how did you get into the industry to start with? Okay, so I joined the fitness industry after uh, I was figuring out what I wanted to do in my life. Uh, I think I, I was around the age of uh, 24, 25, uh, when I was just trying to figure out sort of my place in the world and then I was, I was doing a whole bunch of stuff. I had uh, finished my science degree. I had done an internship with some science guys at Pokora University. I was working as a dental assistant. So I was really trying wow. to you know, figure out what I wanted to do. And then I, was, I, was even, I even studied full-time dancing for a year. So I was doing everything from ballet, jazz, tap, everything, wow. everything. And then at the same time of all that, I was uh, working out a bunch, working out heaps. Heaps, heaps, heaps. Um, and then it got to the point where after about one year of studying dance and then trying dance for about eight months, I just figured out this is not what I wanted to do. Dance is not something that you can monetize out of very well or very easily. So uh, the only other thing I knew how to do was eat well and uh, lift a lot of heavy stuff. So I just <laughs> decided to make a career out of it. Um, nice. I guess the first, the first few steps of my Fitness journey, yeah, that's how I got started in into the fitness career. I enrolled in a, to be a personal trainer, uh, studied that, and then I worked in a sales reception role while I was studying um, yeah. within a gym, uh, Fit and Fast. And yeah, I, I knew I wanted to become a personal trainer, so I needed, and I knew you needed to be good at sales, so I wanted to get good at sales, which is why I did the sales and reception role. That's how yeah. I started. Makes sense. So, mate, did you find, um, just a side note, you did all that other study uh, in your science background, but did you find the, the personal training study quite um, easy, considering all your study you'd done previously, or because it was a different um, uh, area, yeah. it wasn't? Yeah, I, I studied a lot of uh, second and third year physiology, so the stuff in the course was not anything relatively new. Gotcha. To me, yeah. so uh, yeah, I mean, I mean, sort of, you know, writing down and formalizing the exercises of clients and whatnot, and then dealing with the elderly population. I guess that was a little new, but I guess the core concepts of what they're teaching is, you know, pretty, pretty straightforward. Uh, that that part wasn't 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 the hardest thing 
you know, like the the be graduating as a personal trainer. That's not yeah, that's not difficult at all. Yeah. So how how long ago was that? So for for the for the, for the moment you decided, you know, uh, this industry is for you. How how long ago are we talking about that you uh, you were working at the gym and you got into those sales roles? How, how long ago was it, or did I just miss it? Did you just really say that? Uh, that would have, I, I would have started the course in 2014 and then I okay. took about a year to, uh, sorry, nine months to finish it because I was working at the time, mm-hmm. working full time. And what I am doing was at the start of 2015, I made a decision that by March I was going to finish up my role. Okay. And, um, Whatever happened, if I had a PT job at that point, if I didn't have a PT job at that point, it didn't it didn't matter. I wanted to give myself the deadline of okay, this is when I'm officially going to be stopping work, and that that's when I'm actually going to start to look for other personal training positions in another gym. Yeah, and, gotcha. And it about, I would say, or well, from March to July, and then I got a job in in July in my local Plus Fitness. So yeah. That's uh, that's how we got started. Cool, well, great. Yeah, it's not that long ago, really, and uh, you've done a lot in that time that I know of. But what what would you experience? So then, as you got into the industry, you you obviously were self-employed. You were you were working for yourself. What were some of the challenges that you uh, you experienced at that starting point? Uh, the biggest one was just the whole i guess the newness of everything yeah the ver- the first weeks were I, I would probably say were the most brutal because you have no clients you you're in a world by yourself you don't really have any other development or support network there and you're trying to ask people for you know large sums of money that you had never asked before i mean mm. b- back then it was a lot, but now in hindsight it is yes it's not, it's not that much but what what it was is just not knowing the techniques and not knowing how to sales and just, I guess, trying to figure out your own way of selling and asking people for money. That was the biggest thing. And uh, yeah, just waking up the next morning, not knowing if income would be, would be there. Yeah. So I guess that will be the difficult thing, but it's actually one of the most motivating things as well. So that and just the whole uh, trying to adjust to a whole, new different type of lifestyle where you don't have to turn up to work nine to five you don't have that sort of uh time bracket you pick when you want to come in yeah and i suppose that like just diff- shift in, in work mentality from having a manager to being your own boss and deciding when you want to come in and whatnot that was probably the most difficult part yeah for sure. so so for anybody i guess anybody who's been in the industry for as long as you have or longer or or starting out new and you're watching this uh, some really key points. What you man said is that you're entered into this world now where very little support, but you also realise that sales becomes a massive part of it. And even if you're technically good, if you can't sell your service and promote it, or you're not sure how to do that effectively, then it, it can make life yeah. a lot more stressful for you. So, uh, those are the things that you experience up uh, at the start. What did you? What did I mean? I guess it's more of a recommendation based on what you did as well. But how did you start to overcome some of those challenges? What was it that you did, got involved in that made a difference? 
So, uh, within my first, it, it's actually funny because within my first, uh, I guess six weeks, I had built a very sort of busy client clientele in Plus Fitness, and I guess part partly the reason why is because uh, I, I need, like it, it was a fear of not having money that really i guess drove me to take massive massive action yeah and um at that time i i, I specifically remember it's, it's really funny because um, i would i would purposely wake up like ridiculously early uh in the morning so like just to get to the gym by six and start prospecting and trying mm. to sort of you know like get as many people consultations and there was no one in the gym so <laughs> i specifically remember thinking is this just Am I, am I, you know, am I not destined to be a great trainer? And then, and then in about like the period of about six, I, I sort of learned like sort of the different times that people come into the gym because I was treating my small gym of about, you know, 900 members the way that I would treat like that my old gym, which had like three, 4,000 members. Mm. So at 6 a.m. it was cranking in my other gym. Now when I went into this 900 member gym, it wasn't so the case. So I, I slowly started to sort of figure out what times people were coming in and then I slowly realized that I wasn't having much success in the morning just because no one was there. And the people that were there just didn't want personal training. So a lot of the time people um, would, I found the best way to prospect people was uh, when people would sign up, they're in that buying mentality, then you can introduce yourself and then ask them a little bit more about their goals and book them in for a consultation. So mm-hmm. I started to come in and around the staff hours making sales. So I guess that's a small tip that you can take. If you are in the fitness industry just starting up, um, the very best way you can prospect people is at point of sale when they sign up to the gym. Yeah. Um, and it's really, really easy because you're at the gym when there's staff hours there and then when there's not, when there's not staff hours there, then I guess you're either doing sessions or writing programs in your own time. Yeah, it's a great, great tip and great point. Uh, I definitely would agree. Yeah, that's great. So um, the thing I like and the thing for anyone listening to that is, that, I mean, regardless of the fact that you got there at five or six and there was no one there, what, what I like and, and what I believe needs to be stressed upon in this, in this point is that it's the drive and attitude that you had to get out of bed and go and do that. Uh, and, and it's the thing that you can't teach somebody, you know. So the fact that, uh, you know, you've got to have that drive, that ambition. You've got to get there uh, better than, you know, not doing it. So if you are watching this and, you know, a really good trait or habit for anybody who's going to be successful is that person who's persistent, consistent and can get themselves into action. So uh, that led you, right, to figuring out, okay, well, the mornings, that's not the ideal time to be prospecting. Uh, so what is? So uh, you did that, mate, and, you know, obviously you started to get some traction. Yeah, what um, what yep. did you then do after that? So what did you start to, I guess, invest time, energy or money into improving, uh, I guess, the success of your business? What were some of the things that you started to focus on? Was it systems? Was it sales, training? What, what did you actually personally do? I mean, this is at the very, very start. This is at the very, very start of my entrepreneurial, I guess, the fitness, fitness entrepreneurial journey. Like I, at that point, I just wanted to get in and make a bunch of sales. And yeah. the only way that I knew how to do that was uh, just through getting in and providing uh, all these clients with just a, an amazing first initial consult. Yeah. And then at the very end of it, at the very end of it, um, 
as as they taught me in Finfast, the the way that you sign someone up is through hard selling, and you don't let anyone leave. You you don't let anyone leave until they commit to signing up with you. So I would specifically remember spending at least like one hour, hour thirty minutes in a consult just to close someone and it didn't really matter if I wanted to train them or not at that time it was just oh, okay I just need to get that initial income mm-hmm. um, so I did a whole bunch of that a whole bunch of that just sell 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 overcome objections it, it didn't matter if I wanted to train them or not I would just sort of hard sell my way into it and then I, uh, it got to the point where uh, it was about six weeks in um, I managed to get myself a session count of about 50 50 mm-hmm. paid sessions in a week and there was that everything just in, in cash in hand, everything was just uh, uh, yeah, <laughs> paid, paid up. Yeah. Um, uh, it, it got to the point that there was just there was just a lot of money on my desk at one point, and I just I just remember looking at it and thinking, how did this even get here? But anyway, the uh, the, <laughs> the very first six weeks was was just doing that, actually replicating what I was taught in my sales role, which is like provide them with massive value up front and then massive hard sell at the end and don't let people leave. So uh, initially, initially it, it was just that. I mean, like no systems at all, if you can even call that a system. It was just straight up, you know, Down for I don't it. really like this word, but straight up quote unquote hustle. Just, yeah, yeah just, just get in, just get in there, do the very end and, uh, you know, don't take no for an answer. So uh, that got very boring really, really fast and, you know, just, I ended up feeling that, you know, this is not all it's cracked up to be. Yeah. Um, and I knew at that point that something needed to change because the money was, was in, but I wasn't having, I guess, the enjoyment that I wanted or the enjoyment that I saw other trainers having. And I thought, you know, this cannot be the, the dream. This is not, mm. this is not all the fitness has to offer. So, you know, um, I guess I entered the next phase of my, I guess business as to you know what got me to where I am now. Just to clarify, when you say uh, it got boring real quick and it's not this is not what you know expected or well, what do you exactly mean? Was it the was it doing all the selling? Was it the now that I'm busy? What what, what do you actually mean that it's you know kind of lost oh, its it mojo? Was, it, it, yeah, yeah, it was the I guess the re, the repetitiveness of it and the I guess lack of meaning that I was deriving from my work. So I would say that at that moment in time, I didn't really have too much knowledge for how to train people. Yeah, I also I also didn't have um, a, hello. Yep. Can you hear me still, Jace? Yeah, yeah, I've got gotcha. you. Yeah, all good. Hello, am I still online? Yep. <laughs> Hello. I'll text you, mate. Hello. Okay, it's a bit laggy on my end. Okay, I'm good? Yeah. Um, the, um, uh, I just lost my channel. thought, what was the question, sorry? So just just wanted you to elaborate a little bit more about what it meant about you know I think you were saying it you know you weren't providing wasn't having meaning I think you were just it was just maybe the focus you were talking about was in the wrong direction and you didn't you didn't really know how to train clients that right. well at that point. Okay. okay. So what was 
and when I had all the and you know um, all the money was like, being paid, um, I, I I slowly started to find out that it was a never-ending cycle, right? Mm. Because the only way that I was able to get money is if I'd made consults, constant consults, mm-hmm. and the only way that I would be able to pro- get more consults is if I had the time. But therein lies the issue because the more people that you sign up, the less time you have to do consults because you are now spending time training sessions. You are now spending time with other clients training training them, right? Mm. So um, in my heart, deep down, I knew that I needed to get out there and you know make more make more sales, but I was sort of hindered by the fact that I had to train so many clients. And that happened for a little bit where I was just pretty much uh, working excessively through uh, you know, multiple hours, excessive hours throughout the week, um, 50, 60 hours in a week, just to sort of get uh, get the volume of, of clients that I, that I wanted. And that's what made it become repetitive because mm. I would train clients and I would do consults. I would train do consults. And there was a never-ending story. Gotcha. Uh, it just kept sort of cycling in and out just like that. So. Um, I could, there was never ever a pause button. I could never sort of hit the pause button because I was always wondering, okay, if this kind of leave, then I have to get more consults. And I was always constantly trying to get more consults. And that, I guess, is what made it quite stifling. And the, that whole procedure really prompted me to think about what it, what it is that I actually wanted to do in the fitness industry. Yeah, that's great. So, yeah. And uh, I'm fond of saying that there's, unless there's enough desire or enough dissatisfaction, people normally don't make a change. And so in this case, yeah, enough mm-hmm. desire and probably dissatisfaction. Um, what, what was the thinking at that point? And then what, what did you start, you know, to change focus with or what were some of the actions that you took? Because I'm sure a lot of people watching this and uh, I've experienced a lot, good friends even that have been in the for a long time, they get caught in that cycle that you just explained and there's real limitations to it. It can be good at the start, can be right working your own hours, but there are a huge amount of limitations to it in terms of don't work, don't get paid, people drop off. It's then what did you decide to do? What was your thinking and what were the actions that you took to start to, to change that? I didn't know. I honestly didn't know. Like I knew in deep down inside me there was a different answer, but I couldn't figure out what what it is that I what what, what was sort of the, the next step. How do I really generate this into a business? So at that point, I started to look for a business coach where I found Create PT Wealth. Mm-hmm. So uh, that re- that really really I guess um, going to that initial blueprint seminar that they host. So I think right now they call it Blue uh, Business, business Mastery. Mastery yeah. So. Uh, yeah, when I when I went to that two-day event, that really sort of opened my eyes to figure in terms of building a team, in terms of, I didn't even know building a team was possible. I, I didn't even know it was possible. I, I didn't even know the whole online route was possible. So I committed, I think I paid, I, I think I, um, I think I, I definitely, I definitely paid, like the, I know there were a few free tickets and whatnot happening, but I think I went through like the, the paid option so I did that and then I sat through the whole presentation and I thought okay wow this is now I really got to figure out more on this and from then on that I guess inspired the idea of building a team and building a team of of trainers to I guess take off the load that I had of just training clients and allow me to do I guess more of the sales and marketing component 
mm. which is what, what I'm doing a lot more now. And from, 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 from then, and this is a big, massive jump in between, you know, that point and where I am now. I'm not uh, doing any sessions um, whatsoever. So that's, uh, that's, that's been absolutely, you know, absolutely great. So it was, a, I guess it was a decision to figure out what was the next step and to figure out how do I, I guess, uh, how do I leverage my time to be able to impact more people and not lock up my time by doing so many sessions. Yeah. So the, the, the part there is that, unfortunately, when a lot of people get stuck or they just they rather put up with it, they accept it or they quit the industry where, you know, what you did was look for uh, some solutions or answers. Uh, in this case, fortunately enough, uh, you know, it was us that you found. You come across, you liked us, you did the two-day workshop. Uh, and I'm, I'm certainly glad you did because, uh, one, number one, I've got the chance to personally work with you. In your second year coaching you but also that you've been a great source of inspiration and uh and uh yeah inspiration to others and in, in the time that you've been with us to show people what's possible so that's the part that i like the most is that mm. you've also been able to employ people and that's created more opportunities more work in the industry as well so you're a contributor to it but uh i've got a, a funny story i want to um you know share with the guys because you did the workshop and you you decided you're going to do our internship program and uh, we had the chat and you were saying, well, how do you want to invest, you know, for the program? We have pay-as-you-go chunks yep. pay up front. You go, oh, I'll, I'll, I'll just pay up front. And I go, okay, cool. And um, I go, like most people, what they'll do is they'll go, look, I've got the money in my bank account, just transfer it. And you go, oh, I've got the cash, I'll just, you know, I'll just give it to you. And I'm going, okay, well, all right. I think there's one other time I can recall <laughs> that happening. And so... You're in Sydney, I'm in Brisbane. I go, well, I'm going to come down and do some work in Sydney. I'll meet up with you. And uh, as I recall, I've come out to your, to your gym where you're working and next door was uh, Gloria Jean, I believe, and uh, we sat yes. in there and what was it? Yeah, that was it. Gloria yeah, Jean, yeah. And, uh, right. Sure enough, we're sitting in there and next man out comes this brown uh, paper bag. That was actually an envelope. That's <laughs> envelopes. And uh, with, uh, I believe it was $10,000 of cash in there, you know, and um, you pulled it out and started to count. And I go, oh, I'm, I'm thinking I'm going to get mugged here in a second. So I said, well, mate, I trust you. I believe it's all there. I'll, I'll count it later, you know. I'm, I'll count it in the shitter. So well, there's yeah. people, I don't know, the area. I'm thinking someone's watching me counting this 10 grand. I'm surely, as much as I back myself to, to defend myself, I'm thinking knife, gun, I'm going to get I'm going to get mugged, you know, robbed here yeah. as soon as I walk out the doors. But... It, it, the, the reason that I tell the story is because it just summed up for me already before you even start the program. I, I remember saying to Brad, this, this guy is going to be a success. Uh, you know, anybody who just takes that form of action, not just about paying the money up front, but I could just tell when we spoke the certainty that it's just like, this is not, if it's going to happen, it's, this is exactly what's going to happen and I'm going to make it happen. And uh, that's been the experience of, um, of what you've done over two years. So... You did that. Uh, I, I believe what would be good now is to talk to about where, what's life like for you now? Like fast forward the clock from you first started in the PT industry, starting your business as you described. Um, I know you've invested heavily in not just us, but other other avenues of learning as well uh, over the last couple of years. What's life like now? Describe to the audience what what is life like? What's business like? And Give us the overall view of 
what it is now compared to what it was when you first started? Yeah, uh, business is great. Business is great. I'm just a, about to hit my, uh, oh, just about to hit my third year into the industry, third year in July. And mm. uh, what I do now is I'm just about to hire my fourth trainer. So we're about to be a team of five. Um, team of five. In yeah. terms of the work that I do. Yeah, we're about to be a team of five. Um, in terms of the work that I do, I spend my time uh, essentially doing as much sales and marketing that I can possibly handle because that's what really enables my trainers to grow and flourish. Um, I do train and develop a lot of my trainers in, in this in this realm as well. And I, that is what really gives me, I guess, the biggest kick mm-hmm. right now because I, I realized really early in the that I, I really like the business side of being a personal trainer and um, although the fitness side does um, it does interest me but it, it's not as good of a kick as it is where I train trainers and how to do sales and how to present themselves and how to mm. uh, properly conduct a sales consult that's where I truly get the biggest uh, I guess that's where I truly find you know you know meaning yeah in in the fitness industry and what what has what has happened is fast forward from then until now. I have a team of, of as I said, four trainers now, about about to be four trainers. Um, they're the ones that do all the personal training sessions. I'm the one who trains and develops them into how how to do sales consults. Um, they do sales consults themselves. I also do a lot of sales consults too, and then I offload the clients onto them. Um, and look, when I have when I have the time which is a lot more these days because I'm not locked up in sessions. I, I, I work on stuff for media. I work on stuff like, you know, funnels. I work on stuff like landing pages. I work on, on the backend, backend systems, making sure everything runs as smooth as possible so that I don't mm-hmm. physically need to be at work. Uh, my trainers have the resources they need to do the things that they need, they need, that they need to do. Um, it's that stuff that really, that, that's when you really know that you have a business going when you physically don't have to be there in your gym to have the money roll into your account and uh, fast forward i guess to is that's what where i am now so uh yeah mate I'm, I'm absolutely loving where i am right now like i haven't had as much free time as i do uh these days as i have in my whole entire life <laughs> so yeah. it's good it's great it's great it's such an awesome uh yeah, you know, story and the, and the reason I like it because you go three years in the industry and uh, you know uh, I've my personal my personal experience and my experience of others is that and you'll understand this because you're a big advocate of the mindset side of things as well is that it's the it's the mindset of what could be achievable not that holds people back and takes a lot longer so in three years time you know I hope what if you're watching this what we're taking away is that you know. Uh, it's investing in the right areas. So if you just want to be a, the, the technical trainer and, you, you know, that's the part you want to do and, you know, that's fine. It's not for everyone. If you're watching this, I'm assuming it's because you want more like you did, mate, and you, you wanted to start to develop the business so you can help more people, you know, provide opportunities, you know, and it grows. And that's what really, I guess, develops you as a human as well because, you know, you could have just still three years later been turning up just doing a heap of sessions, busting your backside, you know, and go home and that's in repeat, 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 repeat. 
but I know you in, in that time that I've known you, the, not only the growth in the business, that's been a direct reflection of the growth in you personally. So if you are watching it and you resonate with this, you go, geez, I like the opportunity and possibilities. I think what E-Man's done, Emmanuel's done, is to clearly lay out a platform that you can model with that what it does take, you know, to, to be successful and have that lifestyle that you desire. So, mate, um, what, what would, I guess, if we were just going to wrap up and give some key points, what what would you recommend? So for the, for the people watching this, what, what would be some of your recommendations that you would say, look, if you are currently in a position where you're feeling stuck or you don't feel like you, you know, you're, um, you have a solution moving forward or you want more from your life, what would, you know, for your business, sorry, what, what would be some of your recommendations that you found worked effectively for you? Uh, it, it always starts off with a with a decision, in my honest opinion. Like you always have to figure out at the very, very start anything when you are trying to figure out what it is that you want to do. Um, you got to figure out what do you want to be doing where you could wake up in the morning and it not feel like work. Mm. So um, that is really started from. Uh, I knew that I was passionate about helping others. As most personal trainers enter into the fitness industry, they are really passionate about helping people, right? Mm. But you know, you could you could help people in a million ways, right? You could help people, you know, you could help people just cross the road. You could work at a grocery store and help people. You could work at your local McDonald's, and that that would be helping. Yeah, correct. People as well, right? But what you got to dig a little bit deeper as to what ways do you actually want to be helping people and, and for me, uh, figure, figure that out in the realm of the fitness industry. And it wasn't so much just training clients per se, it was actually more so along the lines of um, helping the trainers themselves. Because there's a massive gap between what the schools teach you and what you actually need to know to be an effective personal trainer. Mm. Um, and, you know, I don't know what the study is, how many successful personal trainers are there and how many trainers give up. Um, but it's definitely, you know, within within a year. Yeah, yeah, personal trainers just tend to give up and, you know, yeah. Um, and when, I, when I heard of that, I thought, okay, this is sort of where my, this is where sort of my, my calling is. And um, so you you gotta you gotta make a decision to figure out what it is that you actually uh, want want to do and how you want to help people in the fitness industry. If it's just through being a technician, if it's just through being that guy, being that person to fix someone's problems, fix someone's knee injuries, fix someone's hip injuries. If if that's if that's you, then you can definitely do that within the fitness industry. But if you are, I guess on the entrepreneurial side of things where you're wanting to I guess hit more people and have a bigger impact on leverage your time then you really have to spend time around people who do the same thing you need to spend around other entrepreneurs that are doing things in the world that are along the lines of business and leveraging your time and being able to uh, impact more people so that's it there's a lot of fitness professionals out there that don't do an ounce of sales or marketing mastery or any any types of any types of this, and they get a full bunch of clientele. They have no intentions of building a team whatsoever, and that's fine. If that's the type of trainer that you want to be, then 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 go ahead. But 
uh, for me, and I know for other people, if you're probably if you're watching this right now, you're probably in some way similar to me. If you are interested in building a business and finding, I guess, that next step in your career, you have to spend your time with with other people. You have to sort of get ideas of what other people in the industry are, are doing and then sort of find your way in the whole process of all that. That would be yeah. my, guess, piece of advice. Awesome, mate. Look, uh, thanks, thanks for sharing that. And again, mate, thanks for uh, not only just today, but, you know, what I find fascinating is that... Uh, Two years ago, or when you know when you started the industry, you know you probably didn't realise that not only are you going to create this type of experience for yourself, provide work opportunities for other people, uh, but also now inspire others that are in the industry to see that there is a way forward, that there is other possibilities for for, for you to, to achieve, and mate, that's what I love the most about these uh, these interviews. So, mate. Thanks for having the courage and being courageous enough to, you know, to really go for it and be one of those people who lead from the front and certainly walk your talk. So, mate, thanks again for joining us today. And, uh, look, if anyone is watching this, I'll, I mean, you're always looking for great team members as well. So, you know, sometimes people watch this and they go, well, I'm not sure if I am really cut out for this or want to be cut out for what, you know, Emmanuel did or business, but I want to be a part of an ex exceptional team. Mate, I know that you're always looking for, uh, you know, people with the right attitude who want to deliver really great service, be a part of a great culture and a great team to contact you. you know, you're, you're down in Sydney, of course, mm -hmm. so it'd only be relative to people in Sydney or they want to move <laughs> to Sydney. Uh, but, yep. yeah, mate, if there's, if, there's, um, if there's someone watching it who they aren't really, you know, wanting to achieve the great business success that you have or work towards it, that want to work for a great team. How how's the best for people to get in contact with you? Uh, it, if if you're looking specifically for a job, if you're looking specifically for a job, uh, the best bet would just to just to be to email me. Um, yeah. I'm not sure how you'll get my my email. I mean, you Jace has my email address. You could ask Jace, or perhaps you could link it somewhere. Um, we'll, we'll put a link for if, sure. If you do, yeah, sure. It's essentially just eman.marquez at elitemoverspt.com and just let, um, you know, Jace uh, give, you guys, give you guys a link. Uh, I am looking for one trainer. I've got one trainer already down in the pipeline, but um, that's probably going to be it for my uh, gyms that I've got right now the trainers that I want in my gyms. And then after that, after that, I am looking for trainers potentially uh, to do online coaching with, but um, that's, that's something that I'm still sort of in the makings of trying to develop that online product. Yeah. Cool. So thanks, just mate. best to email me. Yeah. Fantastic. Mate, well, um, thanks again. Uh, I look forward to catching up with you real soon. And for those who've been tuning in, cool. I hope you've enjoyed that. I hope it's uh, delivered value as I'm sure it has and stay tuned for uh, one of our uh, up and coming success interviews. Thanks mate.